Good evening, Lafayette. This is Joe Cunningham here on the Joe Cunningham Show News Talk 96.5 KPEL. 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation. And folks, there are probably a lot of you have heard about the uh, the special counsel report on Joe Biden and the fact that they're not indicting him for the stolen document stuff, even though they've indicted the, the special counsel has brought indictments against Donald Trump. Scott Jennings, who's a legal analyst for CNN, I think put it best. Scott Jennings from CNN notes it would have been better for Joe Biden to be indicted. The the. The DOJ report, or the the report from the special counsel, basically says Trump is mentally competent and Donald and and Joe Biden is not. I want to read to you the most relevant part of special counsel Robert Hur's report. We have also considered that at trial, Mr. Biden would likely present himself to a jury as he did during our interview of him as a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory based on how our indirect how our direct interactions with and observations of him he is someone for whom many jurors will want to identify as in reasonable doubt it would be difficult to convince a jury that they should convict him by then a former pre- president well into his 80s of a serious felony that requires a mental state of willfulness the special counsel's notes include the fact that Biden did not even remember when his son, Bo Biden, died. They found that he is experiencing severe mental forgetfulness. Joe Biden is mentally incompetent to stand trial. That is what the special counsel found. The report is so damning on Biden's mental state that the president's lawyers tried to convince the special counsel to modify their description of his memory. The president's lawyer wrote, we do not believe that the report's treatment of president Biden's memory is accurate or appropriate. The report uses highly prejudicial language to describe a commonplace occurrence among witnesses, a lack of recall of years old events. Obama administration progressive activists, folks who worked for the Obama administration, are calling the report a a right-wing hit job from within Biden's own DOJ. That comes from Tommy Viator, who served for the, for the, uh, uh, the, the Obama administration. They're trotting out all of the excuses they can get in order to try to downplay Robert Hur's report. But the report is very clear. Joe Biden does not have the ability to remember a lot of these events. Joe Biden has lost chunks of his memory. Joe Biden is not able to recall events. Twice this week, twice this week, he misremembered world leaders. One time, He name-dropped a French president who's been dead since 1996. The next time, he mentioned a German leader who's been dead for a handful of years. 
who died six years prior, I think it was like six years prior to the events that Joe Biden was describing in his first year of office. This isn't about just forgetting. This isn't about just misspeaking. This isn't about a stutter. This is about severe mental decline. And the Biden administration is trying to backtrack and basically argue, yeah, absolutely, Joe Biden is competent enough to stand trial. The president of the United States is mentally unfit for his office and mentally unfit to run for re-election. To have him undergo a re-election campaign is elder abuse. To let him go through with it is elder abuse. For the folks that are pushing him to carry on and continue with it, that is elder abuse. The report dramatically increases the possibility, the remote possibility, that he steps aside. But as we've discussed here, what does that mean? Who's going to step up? Not Kamala Harris. She's less popular than syphilis. Who is going to step in? Michelle Obama doesn't really want the job. Pete Buttigieg, not prepared. Gavin Newsom, even Democrat uh, strategists say he's way too progressive. Maybe, maybe Gretchen Whitmer of Michigan. Maybe, uh, uh, what's his name? The the governor of Colorado. What is the governor of Colorado? Uh, Jared Paulus, I think. Yeah. Um, Governor of Colorado, Jared Paulus. He he's of the left, but he may he he makes it appear as though he's moderate. Democrats like him. They like Jared Paulus. They like Gretchen Whitmer. But could they pull the bait and switch? Could they pull the bait and switch? I'm not sure. Then you have to go through a brokered convention because the primaries have already started. Joe Biden has already started getting delegates. You have to go through a brokered convention. You won't be able to get some agreement. And for the folks who say it's going to be Michelle Obama, you need to understand there's a lot of Democrats behind the scene who don't like the Obamas. For the same reason that a lot of Democrats in Louisiana don't like John Bell Edwards, John Bell Edwards was all about John Bell Edwards. What happened to the rest of the Democratic Party in Louisiana? It got crushed. What happened to the Democratic Party when Barack Obama left? It got crushed. In many places, they don't have a bench. It's only where, let's see, he left office in 2016. We're going into 2024. Only now do they have some some more folks starting to pop up who might be eligible to be in some of these bigger roles. They're really scraping the bottom of the barrel. The Democrats have a problem. The president's lawyers are basically having to argue that he is absolutely mentally fit enough to be tried. And the funny thing is, Donald Trump can campaign, and his slogan can be, a man so mentally competent they want him to stand trial unlike the other guy. He's not mentally fit enough to stand trial. A jury would find him too senile to send to jail, much less 
possibly too senile to find him guilty. That's what the that's what the special prosecutor, that's what the, the special counsel's determination is. He absolutely did break the law. But if you tried to indict him, a jury would find him too senile to be found guilty or to be sent to jail. That's crazy. That's crazy that that's where we are right now. I don't know if this election cycle could get any more insane, but I did not expect for the special counsel to say that Joe Biden is too senile to go to trial. That is nuts, folks. 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation. You can also send a message to the KPL app chat. It's your 5 o'clock news cruise brought to you by our friends at Service Chevrolet just around the corner, 1212 Ambassador Caffrey in Lafayette. We'll take a break. We'll be back in just a moment on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. It's your 5 o'clock news cruise brought to you by our friends just around the corner, Acadiana's number one Chevy dealer talking, of course, about Service Chevrolet, 1212 Ambassador Caffrey in Lafayette. You can also check them out online, servicegm.com. New inventory is arriving daily. Whether you drive by the lot, go visit, or whether you go online to look, you'll see new items there all the time. If you're looking for a new vehicle, I highly recommend you check them out. But it's not just the vehicle sales. Parts and Service Department, Body Shop, Collision Center, Fine Line Custom Auto, they've got it all for you. At Service Chevrolet, they've got the wash. You need to clean up the car. Go check out the wash. New and used vehicles, over 200 used vehicles on the lot. Every make and model, they've got high-quality used vehicles with very low mileage. Go check them out. They're offering top dollar for your trade as well. Please, Service Chevrolet is there to help you. Check them out. 1212 Ambassador Caffrey in Lafayette, servicegm.com. Speaker Mike Johnson, along with uh, Steve Scalise, uh, Tom Emmer, and uh, Elise Stefanik, released a joint statement. The special counsel's finding that President Biden willfully retained and disclosed classified materials and engaged in practices that present serious risk to national security is deeply disturbing. Not only does it demonstrate the president's recklessness, but exposes a two-tiered system of justice that is indicting one president with politically motivated charges while carrying water for another amid similar allegations. Among the most disturbing parts of this report is the special counsel's justification for not recommending charges, namely that the president's memory had such significant limitations that he could not convince a jury that the president held a mental state of willfulness that a serious felony occurred. A man too incapable of being held accountable for mishandling classified information is certainly unfit for office. And it's the special counsel's report, not the... It has the Democrats up in arms. They're not celebrating the fact that Joe Biden is getting off scot-free on this. They are livid with the special counsel's report. And it's fair to see why, because they've been all whistling past the graveyard when it comes to Joe Biden's mental competency. But now you have a special counsel hired by Biden's DOJ, hired by his Department of Justice, by his guy, Merrick Garland, told him to look, told the special counsel to look at it objectively, come up with a decision, 
And the best case scenario for Joe Biden is that he's too incompetent to stay in trial. Should he be prosecuted for it? Honestly, I don't think so. Much like I think the problem with Donald Trump and the uh, the documents is much the same. He willfully he willfully took him home. I'm not sure that it's something that you uh, prosecute over, but Trump's problem is that he lied to a grand jury about it. I don't think the actual keeping of them is as much of a crime, but Joe Biden broke the rules, but he's not, he's not of a sound enough mental state to be able to stand trial. And that decision by the special counsel has the Democrats livid. And Americans need to remember that. And that is going to be something that the Republicans throw out there between now and and November. You might, maybe you don't like us, but at least we're mentally competent. Back in a moment here on the Joe Cunningham Show, News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation or use the KPL app chat if you want to be part of the conversation. Just open up your KPL app chat. Uh, it's the KPL app, the little text message looking icon in the upper right corner. That uh, is how you get in touch with the show. Make sure that it says the Joe Cunningham Show at the top when you open up that little text message. Send me whatever you got. I, I enjoy talking with y'all during and after the show. By the way, if you're looking to get some roofing done, some work done at your house, may I recommend RLB Construction? You know, they have over 25 years of experience. Ron, the owner, has 25 years of experience in the business. Uh, It is a veteran-owned company. And, all right, so we're not halfway into February yet, but we're we're getting, I don't know where the weeks go. I don't know where the months have gone, the weeks have gone. But before you know it, we're going to be getting into summer. You know what starts June 1st? hurricane season and we've gone a couple years without a serious storm but don't take the risk that's always going to be the case what you need to do is you need to call rlb construction they offer quality roofing and construction services get an inspection see what your needs are and they can absolutely help you out they're the perfect size company capable of handling projects of any size yet small enough to provide that old school customer service that you as a client deserves Ethics and integrity matter to them. They hold the highest ethical standards to themselves, ensuring honesty, transparency, and integrity in every interaction. Don't be caught when hurricane season comes around with a bad, leaky, disrepaired roof. Call RLB Construction. They will help you get all the work done that you need. All right. Look. Obviously, it's a good day for Donald Trump. I mean, his opponent was just found by Biden's own DOJ, basically, to be mentally incapable of being in court. Now, there's other good news for Donald Trump. He had a bad, I'm sorry, he had a good day at the Supreme Court today. The state of Colorado did not present its case as to why Donald Trump should be off the ballot very well. Uh, If you heard Moon's third hour, I talked with Moon about it today. Basically, it seemed like every justice was hell-bent on poking holes into the why Colorado should be able to do this. I want to uh, play this clip. It's, it's a kind of lengthy clip 
from Justice Neil Gorsuch, but I want to play it so you can kind of understand where folks in the Supreme Court are coming from on this and just how bad uh, Colorado's lawyer was. And keep in mind, the Colorado lawyer was once one of Gorsuch's former law clerks. He speaks about disqualification from holding office. You say he is disqualified from holding office from the moment it happens. Correct, but nevertheless... So so it it operates, you say there's no... No legislation necessary. I thought that was the whole theory of your case. And no procedure necessary. It happens automatically. Well, certainly you need a procedure in order to have any remedy to enforce the disqualification, which is I under, That's a whole separate question. That's the de facto doctrine. It doesn't work here. Okay, put that aside. He's disqualified from the moment. Self-executing. Done. And I would think that a person who would receive a direction from that person, the president, former president, in your view, would be free to act as he or she wishes without regard to that individual. I don't think so, because I think, again, the de facto officer doctrine would nevertheless come into play to say this is no de facto. That that doesn't work, Mr. Murray, because de facto officer is to ratify the conduct that's done afterwards and and, and insulate it from judicial review. Put that aside. I'm not going to say it again. Put it aside. Okay. I think Justice Lee is asking a very different question, a more pointed one, and more difficult one for you, I understand, but I think it deserves an answer. On your theory, would anything compel a, a lower official to obey an order from, in your view, the former president? I'm imagining a situation where, for example, a former president was you know, a president was elected and they were 25 and they were ineligible to no, hold office, but no, nevertheless they were no, put into that no, office. No, we're talking about Section 3. And please don't change the hypothetical, okay? I'm, please don't change the hypothetical. I know I like doing it too, but please don't do it. Okay? Well, now, the, the point I'm trying to make is He's that, disqualified from the moment he committed an insurrection. Whoever it is, whichever party, it, that, that happens. Boom. It happened. What would compel... And I'm not going to say it again, so just try and answer the question. If you don't have an answer, fair enough, we'll move on. What would compel a lower official to obey an order from that individual? Because ultimately we have, pers- we have statutes and rules. Where- he couldn't answer the question. So if, if, if that was kind of complicated. Here's, here's the basic gist of it. Neil Gorsuch was saying, if you are arguing that... Amendment for the 14th Amendment is self-executing, meaning it goes into effect immediately. Then why was Donald Trump still president on January 7th? And he couldn't answer the question. He's saying, you say he committed an insurrection, which in your argument means he's no longer eligible to be president. He is disqualified from the office. Therefore, the moment the alleged insurrection happens, which the justices remind him, you know, he's never been charged with it. The moment the insurrection happens, he's no longer the chief officer of the United States. What would compel anybody in the United States to recognize his authority even afterwards? And he couldn't answer the question. He kept trying to to come up with a different hypothetical, something to kind of try to explain, and and he couldn't do it. He could not answer the question. And the reason is, there wasn't an insurrection. If there was an insurrection, by Colorado's own argument, he wouldn't have been president the next day. But it didn't happen. 
What's more, even the liberal justices were very skeptical of it. Here's Elena Kagan with a very good point. There has to be some process for determining those questions. And then the question becomes, does anything in the 14th Amendment say that only Congress can create that process? And, and Section 5 very clearly is not an exclusive provision. It says Congress shall have power. But maybe and put m- most boldly, I think that the question that you have to confront is why a single state should decide who gets to be president of the United States. In other words, you know, this question of whether a former president is disqualified for insurrection uh, to be president. Why does one state have the power to determine who can be the president of the United States? Why does one state, Colorado, get to say this guy can't be president of the United States? What allows that? What what gives a state that power? And the answer to the question is nothing. Now, another thing that was really surprising was Katanji Brown-Jackson. Katanji Brown-Jackson actually asked the question, if this language is ambiguous, if the, if the 14th Amendment is ambiguous in this, if the law is ambiguous in this, why would we rule against democracy? Why would the justices take away the voters' rights to choose. And he didn't have an answer for that either. This was a very bad hearing for the anti-Trump crowd. They are, they are furious about it. And they're once again saying the Supreme Court is illegitimate. Never mind, the liberal justices were asking some of the toughest questions. And there's one other point. One other point. Actually, two other points, but they're both tied together. Follow me on this one. The first point, the section in question doesn't mention the President of the United States. It mentions the electors of the the President of the United States. It doesn't mention the President or the Vice President. Not once. In fact, if you dig a little deeper, you go into Article 2 of the Constitution, what you understand is that the President is not referred to as an officer of the United States. He's the guy who appoints officers of the United States. Here's the other point. The justices pointed this out. Liberal scholars scoffed at this when it was first brought up by some folks uh, when the initial Colorado Supreme Court ruling came down. Donald Trump isn't running for president. It may be confusing. Donald Trump, no, no person is running to be directly elected. Their campaign runs in a state to win the electors. The electors, the members of the Electoral College, then go and pick the president. That's why it mentions the electors. It says nothing about the president, the candidate themselves. When Louisiana votes on the first Tuesday after the first Monday in November, when Louisiana votes, Louisiana is not saying, we've picked Donald Trump. Louisiana is saying, we're sending these electors. And that's a very, very distinct constitutional difference. 
the nation. There is no national election for president. The states are choosing the electors that get sent to Washington, D.C. to pick the president. All of these facts came into, came into play during this hearing. And Colorado's lawyer did not do well. It was a great day for Trump. His opponent is too, is too mentally unfit to stand trial. It's illegal. It's, it's written by a special counsel. And the Supreme Court looks poised in an 8-1 or 9-0 decision to say that Trump can absolutely be on the ballot. Let's take a break. We'll be back to wrap up the show. It's the Joe Cunningham Show, News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation or use that KPL app chat to be part of the conversation as well. If you're looking for a dentist, might I recommend my dentist, Dr. Danielle Deku. Dr. Danielle Deku and Associates here in Lafayette, thelafayettedentist.com. That's all you're going to need. Go to the website. You can see everything that they offer in terms of the dental work, cleanings, x-rays, more advanced dental work, fillings, cavities, stuff like that, crowns, everything like that, plus cosmetic dental work. If you need that, if you want the better smile, you want to do all that, they have it all for you. Go in, make your appointment, go in. You can get some of the work done as soon as that first consultation, that very first appointment you go in. Some of that work can actually begin. Sometimes the work takes a little bit more. In my say, in, in my case, it, it took a few uh, took a few appointments for me to get in. They had to redo some fillings and things like that, old fillings that started leaking and stuff like that. But it was quick, easy, most of all stress free. Cannot cannot emphasize that enough. I hate visiting doctors' offices, and they take all the stress out of it when you go. A friendly staff and a great great series of services that they can provide. Check them out. TheLafayetteDentist.com. That's Dr. Daniel Deku and Associates here in Lafayette. The New York Times did it, everybody. They did exactly what we thought they would. They've released, they've released the typical left-wing media response to a report like the DOJ special counsel released. Republicans pounce. Republicans pounce on a report that puts spotlight on Biden's memory lapses. Yes, yes, the story here is Republicans pouncing. The story here is that Republicans are pouncing on Joe Biden's memory lapses. The story is not, as they want to argue, the fact that Joe Biden is not competent enough to stand trial, according to a special counsel hired by his own Department of Justice. That's the problem, folks. That is the problem. It's Republicans are pouncing on the story. And this is why we can't have nice things like a competent news media. Because it's always put in the frame of how Republicans are going to respond. Whenever it's a Democrats in trouble, it, it's always re- Republicans pounce. If it's a Republican in trouble, it's always direct condemnation. The special counsel found that Joe Biden is not competent to stand trial. That is the story. Not how Republicans are talking about it. But the media can't bring itself. They are part of that same bubble. They can't bring themselves to admit there's an actual issue. All right. It's Thursday. Drive time's over. Thursday's over. Friday's coming. The end of the week is tomorrow. Then we get into our Mardi Gras week. 
It's going to be fantastic, folks. I'll be back in 23 hours here on the Joe Cunningham Show. In the meantime, follow me on Twitter at Joe P. Cunningham, Facebook.com slash Joe Cunningham Show, and email Joe at RedState.com. You guys, be sure to go check out the podcast as well. If you get the podcast through Apple, Spotify, whatever, make sure you subscribe, but also leave a rating and a review. Helps the show grow. If you get it through Substack, well, you can go to Substack.com, look for the Joe Cunningham Show, find my writings and the podcast there. This podcast will be up shortly. Talk to you again soon here on News Talk 96.5 KPL.